Welcome to the Rethinker Podcast, asking the why questions to connect faith with culture. Welcome to the Rethinker Podcast. This is a place where we look at Scripture, God's laws, Jesus' parables, and other aspects of faith to extract kind of deeper meaning and in certain cases do uh, uh, what I'm calling a rethink or really getting into the depths of some of these concepts and scriptural ideas. Today we're going to look at a really common scripture that is used predominantly in evangelism, and that's Romans 6.23. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. I'm sure many of you have that verse memorized, and you've probably used it in your evangelistic messages when you share with others, which is awesome. But to really grasp its full objectivity, let's expand that scripture out to its logical conclusion, adding the words that are not evident, but in this case are assumed. So from an employee-employer context, the passage isn't simply referring to the wages of sin, but the wages of the vocation of sin. Now, using this analogy of business, we can get hyper-strategic. There are just under about 900, 9 million people in the United States right now currently looking for employment. And let's say for this exercise that you and I are two of them. Now, though the type of employment is a critical part of our selection process, the potential salary, salary package is often more determining. Imagine a future employer telling you that the position you had always dreamed of was now yours. But unfortunately, the salary provided would not support your current car payments, house mortgage, rent, or food bills. Would you be willing to take the position? Naturally, you take into account the salary package before making any vocational decision, right? For many, the job requirements and opportunities are far less important than that all-too-necessary wage. Yet when it comes to the vocation of sin, most of us do the exact opposite. There are many that choose to reject God and his laws because, well, frankly, he doesn't let humanity have any fun. Considering this quote from Richard Dawkins, the well-known atheist, God stands out in the universe as one of the most glaring of all superfluous, sore thumbs. Now, men like Dazit posit that God is a squelcher of pleasure, and those that reject him are blissfully unfettered, able to engage in their own self-oriented pleasures and free from religion's condemnation and guilt. It is the Bible that refers to many of man's supposed pleasures of sins, so by rejecting God, one can reject this arcane and puritanical definition. Now, instead of arguing that point, Let's create a hypothetical business for a second, using the verse, the wages of sin is death. I will refer to this business entity as sin unlimited. Now, for those having rejected God's definition of the word sin, this would be nothing more than a company of unrestricted pleasure. Like the Rolling Stones stated, we would be free to do what we want any old time. It sounds like a pretty good deal, right? But that's just the work requirement. It's not the salary or the compensation package. So then, what lucrative carrot is dangled in front of us potential employees of Sin Unlimited to get us to jump at the position? Let's read the verse again. For the wages or the compensation of the vocation of sin is death. Wow. So the salary affixed to position at Sin Unlimited is your ultimate destruction. It is simply the compensation package bestowed on the employed. The em Job requirement is the engagement in sin, but pleasure is not the salary benefit of the position. Death is. Here lies the inevitable because in any vocation, the salary comes attached to the position. The employer is obligated to deliver the compensation to their employee. It is mandatory regardless, regardless of whether the employee was aware of the salary package or not. 
All right, so then let's get logical. If the wages of the vocation of sin is death, then employment at Sin Unlimited must appear to be highly desirable and sought-after position, so that the next logical question is never asked. Okay, I like the position, but what's the salary package? This is where the fantasy world of marketing and media is channeled. Media portrays a world in which the vocation of sinful pleasure is upplayed, but the salary is never mentioned or even considered unless it equates to a plot point in the story. The secular agenda in its deliberate attempt to remove the dogmatism of the supposedly pleasure-shackling mandates of the God of the Bible attempts to glorify sin's pleasure. But this only further binds mankind, for the salary package is commensurate with the job description. While the secular media becomes the recruiter for additional employees at Sin Unlimited, it is not its ultimate board of directors. They are also subjected to the salary package of the vocation. Marketing and media work effectively well as recruiters because the fictitious worlds they portray in films and on television repeatedly show the individual so blissfully engaging in the vocation that the salary question is never asked until it's too late. Fictitious media and advertising inadvertently recruit for no employees, and the news agencies broadcast the tragic results of those who have garnered the salary. Jack Johnson in one of his songs says, If we want hell, then hell is what we'll have. So despite the aggressive work ethic of those employed at Sin Unlimited, there is no advancement, for the salary works against the employee. Better yet, the salary is specifically designed to eradicate the one receiving it. The corporation is always suffering employee loss. So for the corporation to continue, new employees must replace those that have built up enough savings of death that death eventually overtakes them. It is an endless cycle as long as no one asks the salary question. It seems that in our secular quest for pleasure, we forgot one of the biggest secular champions in history exclaimed, the aim of the wise is not to secure pleasure, but to avoid pain. That was Aristotle. Or, back to Jack Johnson, we could naturally translate out his lyric to, if we want the pleasures of hell, then the pain of hell is what we'll have next. Now, that is not the goal of, the, of humanity. That is the goal of the enemy. We've just been blinded by the job description too much to recognize the attached wage, often until it is far too late. God revealed in Scripture what we now see in the lives of those around us, what is plastered in our newspaper headlines, and what takes up a growing portion of our news segments. Primetime and cable television glamorize the position at Sin Incorporated. News networks and statisticians document the wage. The world is full of people suffering under the crushing weight of a salary they never bargained for. But instead of blaming them for their employ, let's continue to bandage their wounds. Then we must broadcast from the rooftops the reality of Sin Incorporated's salary package because everybody employed at Sin Unlimited is all made in the image of God. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I look forward to engaging you further. If you want to reach out, you can reach me on my email at dlitwin11 at gmail.com. Love to get your thoughts on this podcast or other podcasts. You can also find uh, much more information at my website at davidwlitwin.com. There you can really get a 360-degree view of who I am, what I do, and what I believe. I hope this has challenged, motivated, and inspired you. Have a glorious day or evening, depending on when you listen to this. And remember always to live inspired.